proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. Couldn't have said it better myself, wherever you might be, right across the radio network of SEN. We are the House of Aths in an exciting week, on an exciting night. Murray planned meet in Melbourne, on the back of Adelaide. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse, all thanks to Swiss. Let's get into it. Jay Steezy. No, hang on. What do you call yourself when you're back in Australia, man? I apologise. Hello to you. Hey, how you going, Cameron? Um, listen, before we get on to me, let's talk about you. Um, <laughs> how are you? How has Vegas been? I've been watching the socials very, very closely. And mm. um, it looks like you're having a ball out there, mate. Been a blast. Worked a lot. Worked a lot. Did a lot of SN stuff <laughs> as well. <laughs> first lie. First lie on the show. You normally tell three or four. But okay, we hit the quota straight away. Boom. First lie. But that's all right. Look, I, listen, you're, listen, you're allowed to lie because, you know, I think there's been uh, a lot of your fans, which I know you're a lot of fans around around Australia and the globe, that uh, tune into your socials. And uh, it looked like you had the best seats in the house. Then you had the basketball. Then you're hanging out with Shaq. Then you had the golf. Then you're shaking I, I hands, bumped, kissing babies. I bumped into had a night with Chris Gale, which is not how I expected the Super Bowl how, Sunday. How, how good is Chris Gale, man? He, <laughs> I, I classify him as a as a good mate, and um, he, he, there's no better person to party with uh, when you're away. Come on, tell but, me he he's a fun dude to be out with. Let me point this out. Yes, I agree. I absolutely 100% agree. It was a it was an interesting night. It was fun. Monday wasn't fun because he just doesn't let up. I'm just no, like, he doesn't man, stop. You know, no, he, he doesn't, doesn't stop. stop. He just doesn't stop. He just pins the ears back. He's a hundred meter sprinter that goes for forty two k's. Well, I'm that, glad you said. I'm hell. glad you brought in the hundred meter sprinting as an analogy because uh, it's a perfect segue back in athletics. Because you talk about the one great Usain Bolt, who happens to be mm-hmm. Jamaican um, yep. as, as well. Um, they, uh, mate, he must just be part of their genetics when it comes to partying because there is no stop button. It's just I, and then. On- <laughs> and then he, he, he you know, we, we, we parted ways and I went home and I don't know where he went to be fair because his, where he said his accommodation was most certainly wasn't where he was staying, but it was what it was. But the fact was I uh, took pretty easy Monday. I was a bit wounded, took it easy, went to a basketball G League game on the Monday night to watch a kid play. That's commitment. Uh, in the NBA. That's and then commitment. what happens? <laughs> Guess what happens? Well, I get home about 11.30, text, where we at, baby? Where we going? <laughs> 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 Mate, I'm done. You put me seriously. He buckled <laughs> you. He tapped I'm you out. Done. He, he tapped but you out. <laughs> we had a two-hour conversation about getting him back in the Big Bash. So we might talk a little more about that I later that. in the year. But it has been fun, man. It has been a great deal of a great deal of fun. But man, mm. I, you know what? I was so one only one thing, Johnny Steph. Only one thing let me down all week and disappointed me. Do you know what it is? Talk to me. Remember last week's show when I guaranteed a lock? Oh. I guaranteed <laughs> that the woman who wins the stacked 800 metres in Adelaide would break two minutes. Now, I didn't expect Abby Caldwell just to belt them. Our very own House oh, of Acts. Brilliant. brilliant Abby run. Caldwell. Had she been mm. pushed on his step, she would have broken two minutes. She <laughs> cruised on in. Cruised on in. Well, for so, our, listen- for our listeners... There. It was it was very cute to get a text from her. Or we have a group chat, um, yeah, House of Athletics, to talk about all things the show. It's a little bit of our green room via WhatsApp, and uh, it was very cute to get a text from you all the way from the United States of America, uh, okay. claiming that, claiming that if Abby was pushed, that you would uh, that your call would have been uh, would have been correct. But you're quite right. I mean, there's not much more Abby could have done 
Um, the race mm -hmm. was fast from the first lap. Um, and and look, Abby Abby ran the way she runs, which is with grit. Um, um, she gee, she looked fit, Cam. Uh, she looked strong. And what, what I was happy about her run is that sometimes you watch an athlete run uh, as fast as what she did, and you can sort of tell that they're, that they're, they're closer to their peak than what they think they are. Um, she still looks like she's still working through her training and, 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 and so it looked like a first run for her and for her to set the mark that quick at two minutes was amazing. And, and, and the results didn't stop there. The young bloke, I think his name's Peyton Craig in the 800. Yep. Um, he's got such a funny, strong running style, but not a love about him when he crossed the line, the way he celebrated, he's got guts and he's, his post-race interview. He's probably for me, one of the most exciting athletes. Um, I think, um, on the Australian roster at the moment because I love the way he interviewed. I thought he was a guy that was really captivating. I thought he was, and I know that sounds strange, you know, John, what are you talking about? But I think in sports, not just about performances, it's about an overall character, right? And um, and and he really shone for me. Cam was was the the this is the way he was, the way he ran, the way he spoke, and and you can't go past Cam Myers, mate. Um, this kid is um is the Australian Inga Britson, and I don't want to discredit him by, by saying that because he's Cam Myers and he will become the Cam Myers that the world will talk about. But he's just, um, he's amazing, mate. Like he's, uh, he carries himself another kid with a lot of charisma and character. And as he, as he blossoms, I think commercial, like uh, when we're talking about through interviews and, and media and um, uh, this kid is special, mate, really, really special. And there was a number of performances. I thought Matt Denny was sensational in the discus. Yes, didn't get the chocolates, but he was so consistent with his throws. Um, he's your boy, Big Matt Denny. Um, he's I down in you, Melbourne waiting for, waiting for his steak. He's going to be flat, but you're not he, here. Um, oh, no, and then our girl, our girl Tori ran well. Oh. She ran extremely well. The men's 100 was good. You know, you've got a young crop of guys that can make a great relay team with Despard and a number of uh, – a number of um, – as a party, another number of athletes. So um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a great way to get this, the chemist where our summer series set off uh, cam. And it puts us in a really good position for uh, the Mori plant meet tonight. So as, as, as we are doing this, uh, of course, Mori plant meets about to fire on up. So we're going to wrap it up fully next week on the house of Ash, which you do it all. Thanks to chemist warehouse. Save on your prescription. Chemist warehouse are offering a dollar discount to pensioners, concession card holders and veterans. Make sure you head in store today. We do it all thanks to Swiss right around the country each and every Thursday night, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. I want, I want to start this with last week. I, I, I watched it, of course, Seven Plus do a wonderful job uh, with broadcasting it right across the world. And I've been able to catch up with most of it. I know you were trackside, Johnny. But I, I think the best thing, you did allude to it a little bit there, right? Abby Caldwell, young, promising. Got to make a decision on what distance you'll look towards Paris, but was brilliant. Brilliant. Cam Myers, brilliant. We're talking about some of these athletes. Tori Lewis, it's always an interesting thing how she backs up when she breaks, when anyone breaks a national record, Johnny, and all of a sudden she's on sunrise and the fame that comes along with that, which is great for athletes in this country, that that is now mm. mainstream news. The fact is mm. they're all able to, to kickstart their summer in the biggest summer of their lives, they're able to stand up and deliver. And, and we touch on the, you know, the main, you know, the, the really the, the creme de la creme or the athletes who we've seen meddling or right there being world major titles or major championships in the last couple of weeks. They're the names that are a little sexier for the media headlines, but these younger crop of athletes have stood up in the biggest year of their lives and said, you know what? We're not intimidated. We are ready to run fast. We are ready to get to Adelaide no. for nationals. A lot of no. them go back and bang. It's no. exciting for the sport, Johnny. You're 100% correct, Cam. And let me tell you this, you know, uh, we always talk about you know, back in my day, um, 
Just just before you go on, having a bit of Wi-Fi you know, issue when there. You look at, when, when you just, say just we always put it back in mind, though, you mean you. No, I'm just saying. You I'm mean just... you. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me let me rephrase this. Back when in my day, and I always talk about uh what I can say now is that the demographic has changed. Uh the age demographic has changed in our sport um over the last since Tokyo it, massively. Um you used to really find historically in athletics that there was a number of veterans and senior athletes um that were performing at this high level. I think I think now having all these mediums of social media, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, TikToks, uh what this allows is the in these dreams that these younger athletes uh, have are becoming more attainable because they're getting access to seeing or using all these mediums to get access to a Noah Lowell's, to get access to a Faith Kipiagon, to get access to a Matt Denny. And what's happening is that their belief structures are changing, which is then allowing them to achieve their goals a lot quicker. And that's what we're seeing now, Cam. We're back in our day, Cam. Now I can say our day because you're as old as me, is that yeah, we didn't have these mediums, right? So we would read in no. the Daily Telegraph and Herald Sun about so on, mm-hmm. and it felt, that, that felt so distant. You know, you see it in AFL, same thing. The age demographic of top players is coming down. The amount of veterans that are in the sport, the games are faster, they're running quicker, um, they're stronger. Um, and, and you're just seeing this is it's changing globally through a lot of sports. And now it's finally it's finally hit athletics. So, you know, um, I saw that in Adelaide and we're going to continue to see this. And what it does do is is it really puts a lot of pressure on your senior athletes that have been there and done that. But also what it does, it also allows you to pass down because the younger athletes are not so far behind you um, from the senior athlete that has achieved. Uh, which then means we're going to build a stronger base for our sport and and, and a stronger uh, ability for us to compete at the world level. I will say this. I'm not certain if 100% it didn't exist, but I'm really glad the Daily Mail wasn't around as prevalent as it is today when you were competing. Because... Mate, me, 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 and your great mate Campbell Brown we were having this chat the other day. Mate, I can't keep Brown this. out of it at the moment. Mate, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, right now, he's hot property for the day. Uh, SEN's very own trackside uh, uh, co-host with you, and uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost a godsend that, you can, that they, we do have these mediums now that you can sort of clarify your situation and have your say because really, they really dictated. Um, what was reality a, a lot at a, at, a, at a a lot of the time, right? And especially in sport, you know, you what you read, you believe. You know what was what was uh, played like news. You believe. So I agree with you, mate. You know, it's uh, the Daily Mail is only good for the uh, like you say, mate. The classifieds. Anyway, anyway, let's keep going, buddy. Quickly, we're going to get to a break very shortly. We've got a very special guest who's in studio, which is weird because you and I are not in studio, but the special <laughs> guest is in the House of Our studio. So we'll get to Toby plan in about three minutes' time. I just want to, I just want to ask you this. You, you were trackside, uh, and we, we've touched on the fact that uh, everything, everything's got more intensity around it in the Olympic year. Everyone feels like they're a little more on edge, a little bit. Uh, the anticipation's there. The nerves are there. But you were trackside. Did you notice? And this isn't hey, – whilst tonight here in Melbourne is mm. probably bigger than Adelaide, the fact is that it is a huge start to a big year. Were you able to yeah. notice at trackside? Uh, look, I, I got to catch up with Abby uh, Corwell before a race and Katrina Bissett and um, and uh, Lyndon. And it could, Lyndon's naturally um, – you know, she's, you know, her game face is, is naturally, you know, she's naturally like that, you know, where she's yep. focused and ready to go. And 
and and same as Katrina. I think I think you're going to see it really ramp up tonight at the Murray Plant meet. To be honest, you because you they you know it, it's the weather's out today. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get a crowd there, and um and there's been a lot of build up to this. I mean, there's a lot of world class athletes performing tonight. But um you know I I would be lying to you to say Cam that you you felt. Uh, I think the younger generation handles this very, very differently um, in how they prepare for a race. And we talk about it every, pretty much almost every, every show. We talk about um, how much they're friends and how much after the race they congratulate each other. And and I think that takes a bit of pressure off of them, right? Because there's not those big rivalries. We also talk about how much you hate that. Um, I can't, I don't like it. I'm putting putting my foot down. (laughs) Don't like it. Don't like it. And the great Murray plant would agree with me. I'm sure he would. (laughs) You know, I, so, I, so especially <laughs> like today, you know, we, we don't mind it. But look, no, but look, I'm all about, I'll say it and I'll say it, I'm all about sportsmanship. But I, I think yeah. there's something, there's something really cool about a rivalry, mate. And look, Formula One boomed post the, yeah. the Stafford Hamilton rivalry that we saw in 2021. And um, so you, you cannot deny it. Now, football in, in Australia, AFL football, is built off rivalries. You know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're talking about the Anzac Day match, uh, if I'm correct, between Essendon and Collingwood, I'm correct, yep. aren't I? You know, yeah. and and you know, you see, you see, you know, what that means to people. So, um, look, whatever floats your boat, good on them. They can do whatever they want, but yeah, I don't mind to see a bit of, you know, a little bit of me, before race. Firstly, I've got a prediction to make because, of course, Netflix with the documentary, they're following athletes around. I guarantee. Yes. I guarantee. Guarantee a rivalry comes out of it. Someone will say something behind the scenes that annoys someone. And I think it'll be the best thing for the sport. And and, and I, I reckon it's going to come from my coach, John Smith. My ex-coach, John Smith. I reckon he can't help himself. There's no way in the world he can help himself. And I reckon he's going to say a few things that is not only going to offend mm-hmm. the athletics or the athletes, but I think he's going to transcend the sport and start offending different different social groups. Like, <laughs> he's the best. God bless him. I love him. He's the best. Secondly, well, now we are in past tense, although we're talking prior to the meet and the Murray plant meet. What, 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 what did you have to do tonight? What, what were you doing? You have a, an official role or what were you doing there? Made a spring roll. Um, no, no, I'm. Uh, I've been. I've been. Um, I don't know if I'm public enemy number one around here. I don't know, mate. But look, uh, we're we're pretty blessed um, with the company that that I work with, um, with a very good mate of mine uh, that we, you know, that we've been able to grow for a number of years now. We're creating a, a concept called the fastest. We want to find find the fastest kid in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to shoot a pilot for that today before the event starts with a group of young kids. It's going to be exciting. And then obviously straight on to the meet, mate, you know, like there's nothing better than watching good performances and, you know, shake hands, kiss a couple of babies and send my regards from Cam Luke to all the good fans of SEN uh, House of Athletics. Do you, do you reckon there's someone you probably should dodge? Oh, mate. Do I reckon or do I know? Do you know? <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you. Don't answer that question. And and I'll say there's a great Murray Plant. Uh rest in peace. Um he it was it was always funny because him and his good friend Nick Badeau, we we always we I felt we were very similar elk. And me and Murray, we 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 had run-ins when I was younger and and right towards, you know, sort of the end of his career in athletics and sort of towards the back end of his life, we got to spend a lot of time with one another and I really got to understand yeah. him and know him and um <laughs> and the great and the great man, he would see my angst and he'd just come over and he'd say exactly what I'm thinking about a situation. <laughs> and we would just have a good old laugh about about because he knew 
like he'd been involved in the sport so long, he knew what what I was saying. Nick Badeau is very much the same. So uh, I wish I wish he was around tonight because um, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Look, man, I'm it, it, I shouldn't be like that. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful people in our sport, and a lot of great people, and I'm I mentioned too to you just now, and and, and our sport doesn't exist to them or a group of no, people coming together. And I think I think we talk about rivalries. I think we all are not the same. And I think it's about embracing change and embracing difference. And our sport has a multitude of differences and personalities in and I think we're getting better at that embracing those changes. And and, and I think that's something which the great Murray Plant did do. You know, he embraced everybody from around the world and um and you know and and just you know took him under his arm and, and I think that's what tonight is about as well. So should be good. Absolutely. And uh, I think he instilled that in his son, Toby. He's going to join us on the other side of the break. But it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. They're offering a dollar discount for pensioners, concession card holders, and veterans. Head installed today and for Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. And they do a wonderful job. I bought the magnesium on the road trip. And it's helping <laughs> me sleep at night, Johnny Steph, which, of course, is vitally important when you're away working hard like I am. A quick break. On the other side of it, Toby Plant to say good day. Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. John Steph, Cam Luke, right around the nation. This is what we do. We do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. And the world, Cam! And And the world! world. Of course, you can podcast whatever you want to from this show, scn.com.au. Now... Very, 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 very special guest. All thanks to Sinks Body, keeping you fit and active with Sinks Body, podiatrist design, foot care, the range is available at Chemist Warehouse. A very special guest. The Murray Plant Meet is tonight. He is a legend of Australian athletics, a name that continues to be spoken about every time we talk about athletics in this country. And his son, Toby, said, I want to come in, be on the House of Aston. We said it would be a privilege. And then neither of you or I are in the studio. I'm at least in a different country. I'm in Mexico, Johnny Steph. You're about 100 metres from the studio. But, Toby, hello to you and welcome, man. How are you doing? Gents, how are you going? Thanks for having me on. Super exciting day for the sport. Hey, uh, before we get into, obviously, uh, what today means to you and, and speaking about your, your wonderful father, you, you just got married, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, congrats, yes, mate. Uh, married on, on Saturday. So we, we delayed the honeymoon until tomorrow morning so we can be at the track tonight. But... Yeah, we've had a week off and don't really know what to do. So why not come and speak to you guys? Well, I'll tell you what, so what, what, what you could have done. Now, I would suggest that you just get married the ones, but what you could have done, because I think you probably, you could have had the reception tonight. At Are we expecting any, uh, any little, no, sorry, Kev. Because it's it's named after your old man. I reckon you probably could have got a couple of free beers. as well. You could have coincided your wedding with the meat tonight, I can't. I thought you were going to say a Vegas wedding, mate, and join you over there. <laughs> but there certainly will be a, a couple of four pillars tonight, that's for sure. No, 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 Cam. Tonight, tonight is going to be the unveiling that they're going to they're going to do the uh, what do you call it? The uh, baby reveal at the Mori Plant. No, it could all happen. <laughs> they're, they're going to do the balloons. And it's going to come out pink or blue. <laughs> is that right, Tom? Hey, uh, we'll straighten up, Tom. It is a wonderful night, and it, it is a name that well and truly fits so perfectly on a meeting like this. It continues to get bigger and better. I know last year was the the first one called the Mori Plant meeting, but what what does this actually mean for your family? I think it's it's um it's interesting. Last year there was a fair bit of emotion involved being the first one, and, and it was sort of a couple of years since he passed with with COVID and everything. But now this year, the second time around, it's it's so exciting for the sport, as I mentioned. And and as a, obviously as Maury's son and and the brothers and the family are extremely proud and and privileged to 
have this meet named after him, but um, I'm more sitting here as a fan of the sport and, and super excited to see the best athletes in Australia and some around the world come to Melbourne and, and come to, to dad's hometown and, and to um, battle it out. Sometimes when you're living within something, you don't understand the complexity or the enormity of it, right? And unfortunately, occasionally it happens after someone has passed away. But have you always been aware of where your dad sits when it comes to athletics in this country? Uh, yes and no. I mean, we there was always the Melbourne Track Classic um, as we were growing yep. up and, and there'd be one of the athletes coming around for, for dinner and, and dad would put on a barbecue and as we sort of grew up and got older, there was a, a world record holder here, an Olympic champion there, and, and everyone in between. Um, every time we'd walk around an athletics track in, in Victoria, um, we couldn't go 10 metres without Dad being stopped. And I was over in, lucky enough to go over to the world champs in Beijing in 2015. And, and I thought, okay, sweet, I can, I can watch some athletics with Dad for, for 10 days. And it just intensified over there. And, and it was even more so in the, in the sort of scale of, of him as a, Athletics man just got bigger and bigger um, on the other side of the world with the, the best athletes and, and managers and coaches in the world. And, and he had an even bigger sort of following or, or personality over there. So after I sort of saw that, and, and as you said, since he's passed and, and the, the impact that he had on the sport, um, it's really sort of come to the top and, and been quite special, to be honest. But yeah, as, as we're growing up, we, we sort of took it for granted. But um, yeah, as we grow older, we, we thought this was, this was pretty cool. Well, you loved your running, Toby. I always used to see you around uh, around the track without your old man. Was there ever a push from him um, to take up athletics, or was that just something which just rubbed off? Because, like you said, you had world champions and Olympic champions, world record holders coming over to the house. So naturally, it felt felt uh, fit for you to do running. I was thinking about it on the way in. I, I'm a guess that you weren't actually a teammate with Jay Steph because I sort of wasn't at that level. Hey, oh, yeah. hey. hey. Hey, you will try and claim it. You won't claim it. I was going to claim it, though. No, nah, look, there, Dad was always always keen and, and, and would always give us help and, and tips and tricks, and um, but certainly no push, absolutely. He he was passionate about all sports and would always come and watch us play footy, and, and he'd come back from, from Europe in the middle of the, the Diamond League or the Golden League, as it was back then, just to get a, a game of footy over the weekend for my brothers and I. So... He would always come to the track and, and watch us and sort of just sit there and, and watch um, and, and wouldn't have too many opinions and, and too much advice. So there certainly wasn't um, a push. And, and as we got older, we it was us that sort of wanted to be around it a little bit more. And um, we didn't play footy as much and, and wanted to be around a track because that's sort of where dad was a part of and, and that's sort of where the family's been. Mm. Towards his last... Um, so, sorry, sorry, Cam. Um, tell us, tell me something, Toby. You know, you know, Maury, uh was, you know, he was someone that helped me right at the beginning of my career. Um, I remember, I remember, uh, I was going to Europe and um, I needed somewhere to stay, and I, I met, I bumped into Maury at the Los Angeles track meet. This is two thousand and four, I think it is two thousand and five or two thousand and four, right before World Championships. And I spoke to Maury and he, um, uh, he said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll sort out accommodation for you." and and that's how we started, um, you know, engaging and, and, and knowing one another. And he organized me a place in Twickenham in London, um, in the UK. And, you know, there's, there's no doubt in the world that, and then obviously we, we you know, got to know Murray over years doing the sport. And then we did Nitro Athletics. We, we, we really worked quite closely together. And I really got to know Murray post-career from the non-athlete side and how he saw the sport and what his vision for the sport was. Was there anything on his last days or last years that he sat and spoke to you? Because you, from what I know, if you were quite close with Toby to the sport, 
um, from all your brothers and, and with your father, um, or at least that I saw of. Was there anything that he said to you that, that he would like the sport to do in Australia and globally? Was there anything that he told you that, that resonated with you um, that he would like to change? Nothing too much. And I was hoping you, you think you want some breaking news or something like that. I don't have anything for you. But <laughs> no. he, he, um, he, he was so passionate about people and, and getting the right people in the right positions. And I think that's certainly something that, that the sport is certainly in this country. And um, he's, he, he was super, super close with Lord Coe. And, and since sort of he, he got to the top of world athletics and within this country, they're starting to get some key people that know the sport and are passionate about the sport um, in sort of, I guess, important positions that can make decisions um, with the best interests of, of our athletes, um, getting them onto the world stage, but also getting the world stage athletes into our backyard, which was, which was something that dad was so passionate about. Did you ever notice him come home one night and he was a bit flat and dejected and he sits down and you said, what's wrong, Dad? And he goes, oh, Johnny Steph's done it again. And 100%. 100%. We had that locked in at family dinner Monday, Wednesday, Friday with a John Steph story. <laughs> I would have given, given him a few grey hairs, man. But I, I have to say, I, we keep it real in the show. Um, we do. I said, to, I said to Toby off air, I said that, you know, Ruddings with the old man. But right, I was really I'm really quite blessed, to be honest with you, because I got to know your dad from, like I said, a, like a non-athlete. Sort of, and I'm glad I did because I would have had a, a, I would have had a feeling towards your father of how I was when, was when I was an athlete. And, and the feeling I have your dad is I had a lot of love for you, old man, because especially through Nick and, and what Nick and, and Bitters used to do as a team as well, you know, and, and it's and it's cool having this this chat with you. But I'm sure I promise you, Cam, I gave him plenty of ammunition. I have no doubt. <laughs> I've absolutely no doubt. He would have said, I found him in his place in Twickenham once, and now he's blue with Athletics Australia a week later. What? Come on, Johnny Steph. <laughs> think- what event, like, Tom, what event did you, uh, like, what event were you into? Uh, anything and everything, really. I, I started yep. running a, a bit of sprint hurdles at school and the hurdles got taller and I didn't. Um, so yes. I stepped up to, to 400 hurdles and, and ran around there and you sort of get relatively high in the country because no one did the event because it was too hard. So yeah. you could finish top 20 in the in the event and there'd only be 21 people that competed at the Nationals. So no, nah, anything. I, I tried everything. I, I love the sport and the sort of uniqueness of the sport that all different shapes and sizes and abilities can do it. And um, I was certainly one of them that would, would go through phases and get passionate about one event or, or see someone on the TV or dad would have a new athlete that I'd watch out for. So I'd go and give them a go. I, I used to sit in class and, and use my ruler and, and think I was going to become a pole vaulter when, when Steve Hooker was doing his thing. And um, that obviously didn't eventuate. So yeah, here I am. Did he, did he have a favorite athlete? Like he worked with so so many of the best in particular. I'll tell you what, if Toby lies and says you, his interview's done. Uh, <laughs> did he have a favorite athlete that you can recall? Oh, I mean, he, he's, he's obviously had, had some incredible relationships with, with, I mean, I, I guess the big three, big three in, in Freeman, Steve Hooker and, and Sally Pearson more recently. And, and they've obviously, obviously had so much success in Australia, but obviously on the world stage and, and some of the moments that he got to share with them trackside post, post huge performances and, and Olympic golds and, and world titles um, is something that, that he and, and they, if you ask them, will always remember. And, and he wouldn't have had favorites, although he, he never said he had a favorite child, but um, we certainly know it wasn't me. It, uh, he, he yeah, didn't really have any, any favorites, but there was, there was so many athletes from around the world that, 
that had so much love for him and, and he had such a strong, bold personality. You could hear him from the other side of the track and, and the athletes from all different countries would, would have some positive things to say about him, I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's people listening right now who may not be they'll be absolutely aware of your of your dad's name without being totally aware of 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 what he could do and and what he was able to give. But the fact is, you named three of our most successful Olympians in the last twenty odd years, which is a newer generation or at least a a younger generation of athletes. It's no coincidence that he was associated with these athletes who made it to the top. Kathy Freeman, of course, in two thousand. Steve Hooker, for a long time, and I'm talking Kathy Freeman's Olympic gold, but she was a world-class Olympic medalist prior to that as well. Steve Hooker over a long time, and then Sally Pearson from 08, you know, from 07 to about 12, 13. So this is no coincidence. For people who might just say, oh, Maury Plant meet, and this is sort of honouring a, you know, a great athletics guy. He, there's a reason that he is held in such high regard, not just of the great man he was, but the fact was that when he worked with these athletes, they, they achieved the success at the highest level. Yeah, I think that's it. And and he had, a, again, such a passion for all athletes in Australia. I mean, Steph yeah. can talk to it as well. And, and yeah, man. exposing the Australian athletes to the world and exposing the, the, the best in the world to, to Australia mm. and, and getting Jeremy Warren or LaShawn Merritt, all these sort of guys that, that Johnny Steph could go and beat up on around the 400 in, in February. It's such a good opportunity for those coming right. through the ranks to see Sorry. how they prepare, how they train, everything like that. That's what I blew up about him about. But I was like, why are you bringing these guys over, man? I want to rest. The Steph, he's, he's February. The Steph wants to cruise a 46, Toby. The old man's bringing these <laughs> these hot rockets. Oh, it was it was a laugh, man. But um, I nah, think you hang know on, Hang on, hang on. That's not exactly true. true. I st- I, That's not exactly I, I, true. I, I, I still remember You dirtied up because yeah. they were getting paid to run and you were running for free. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and, and, and it was, and it was, I was, the Steph was filthy. And, but, uh, but I'll, I'll say this, I will say this, what Toby said, what I really got to see in Murray, um, the years working with him out of the sport, did this, this guy had a love and a passion for the athletes. Cam, I, I really hope that Great. that comes through, that people that are listening could understand. It was something that, that I, that's what made me really adhere to him and really respect him and love him for what for what he felt about the sport. It wasn't just a job that he did very, very well. It wasn't just the people that he knew. It was the fact that in his heart, like I watched him on one leg drive back and forth from the airport to pick athletes up when we were doing nitro. And and he, and and then still talk to them and bring them to their house and then stay his house and and it's and it's these stories why he has a meet that we should be telling and I, and, I, and like I said we love to be honest on on the house of athletics and I talk I, I like to be very transparent and I don't mind talking about grievances or 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 things that you don't agree with I think that's healthy in life to be able to talk about these things but you have to call a spade a spade and his passion for the sport was amazing Toby and you should be extremely proud of your old man um, because that really resonated and came through. I think there's not one person that didn't feel that from him when he spent time with him. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely correct. And, and appreciate the words very, very kind. And and that's all it came down to the the passion for the athletes and the sport and, and going that extra sort of level and and trying to put Melbourne as a, as a meet in Sydney and Perth on the map Mm. worldwide. So these guys would use that as a destination and prepare for their their European seasons. The Kenyans would come out here and he'd drive them out to the forest. So they'd go on their long runs and see kangaroos in the wild. The Jamaicans, very famously, Toby Safa Powell and um, Frano, Steve Francis and all these groups, they used to come out in their droves. uh, And that, that, that was because of Murray. You know, and, and, and you're right. You're quite correct, Toby. And, and the list, list, the list goes on. 
and we'll be, you know, all show talking about it. So um, it's great to talk about it. I don't mean to interject because it's all about you today and talking about your great old man. Um, but it, uh, it, it's people got a year, mate. He did a lot, a hell of a lot for the sport for a very long time. Nah, he was, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, well, I was thinking of the list of athletes that have come out here from a, a sort of world caliber <laughs> status and, and there's too many to name and David Oliver, LaShawn Merritt, Jeremy Warren, oh. Asafa, Radisha, Kibrop, all these guys that would come out and, and have the best time and, and want to come back the next year and, and keep on coming back. And, and if you think about Radisha and, and Luke Matthews sort of tailed him through an Olympic qualifier at Lakeside uh, one John, night. And, don't and I, Johnny Steph beat him up in Sydney. Remember that, Toby? Talk about Johnny that. Steph beat him up. Was that, that the year you were yeah, in a, a skeleton man bodysuit or, or was that another year? <laughs> It was another year, mate. It was the year. This is the year I got banned again, mate. Twenty twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, uh, but you're you're quite correct. The Radisha was a massive name. I mean, I mean, you, you can't get any bigger name than really no. middle distance than than David Radisha. And again, your father, Mori, uh, was was a catalyst in bringing him out for for. I think you brought him out a couple of times. Am I correct, Toby? It wasn't just one year. Yeah, was I, it? I think. Did, did he bring him out a couple I of think times? I think came here maybe three or four years. He he certainly had a couple yeah. at, at at Old Olympic Park and a couple at at Lakeside. Yeah. And he, and and they'd yeah. bring the whole crew out and they'd all get piled into the one yeah. room in the um, accommodation right yeah. near Faulkner, Faulkner Park there and go on their long walks and long runs and do their training sessions and yeah, they'd have a great time. So before we let you go, mate, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We love you coming in and we love exactly what Johnny Steph spoke so brilliantly right then about your dad. Do you have an event tonight? I know it's going to be after the event, which is kind of weird, but do you have a favorite event or a favorite athlete looking forward to tonight? Uh, I mean, you guys, you guys sort of covered in the first segment. I'm, I'm so excited to see the young guys on, on the big stage and, and we've got so much young talent coming through at the moment. There's a guy in the 200 that I'm, that I'm super keen on in, in Gout Gout. Gout Gout. 16. Yes. He's still on the, on the yes. 16. I think if he, he puts it together around, he ran a 20.6 the other day, um, yeah. looking like it was a run through. So I think if, if he uh, puts it together tonight, I think, I think Rowan won't have it all his, his own way. And, and I think that's just I so reckon, exciting. I reckon for, Gout, Gout, for somebody your father would absolutely love. Yeah. I reckon he, yeah. He, he would absolutely, not, not only love the fact how good of an athlete he is, just his name. Your father would have loved the name, mate. Yeah, you can hear <laughs> him love the name, across yeah. the track. Mario was very quirky like that. He would just, he'd love the name. And, yeah, and no, I yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And what do you what do you think, Toby? Before you go about young Peyton Craig, I, I mean, I, I gave him a big rap, and obviously Cam Myers. I know you're a fan. He, he is, but what do you think? What what do you think of Peyton? I, I think he's brilliant, mate. I, I like his style. Hundred percent. I look to be honest. I, there's so many young athletes that he wasn't one that was sort of on my radar. And and obviously what he did in Canberra a couple of weeks ago, and then to back it up, and and we've talked about it with with Tory Lewis being able to back it up again, and 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 amongst senior athletes. Mm. shows that he's he's legit and and I think these bigger races with with more crowd better competitors and and more people sort of running around his time is is only going to be a, a positive for him going forward and, and if he gets over to Europe and, and the years ahead you got to remember he's still so young and and we've obviously got Paris yeah. this year and then LA and, and then we've got a home games in in eight years which which is certainly a, a target for someone his age and and should be at the top of his game around then Toby thank you Thank you. And I, I'm not just thanking you for coming in, but thank you for everything your family and your dad have done for athletics in this country. And there is no doubt it continues to have a huge influence on athletes in this particular country. And uh, it'll be on full show tonight, mate. So thanks for dropping by. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, can't wait to see some some good performances in the field and track tonight. Superstar. Toby Plan, of course. What a wonderful night. It's all thanks to Sinks Body, keeping you fit and active with Sinks Body. Podiatrist designed footwear. The range is available at Chemist Warehouse. We'll get to a break. 
plenty more next. Johnny Steph, Cam Luke, right around Australia. It is the House of Assel. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Save on your prescription. Chemist Warehouse are offering you a dollar discount to pensioners, concession card holders, and veterans. Head install today. We do it all thanks to Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Now, you're probably on your way home. What a wonderful Thursday night of athletics in Melbourne. Maury Plant meet. It is getting bigger and bigger each and every year. No different in 2024, but you might have bumped into our man, Cam McKenzie. Of course, Four Pillars Gin had the pop-ups. Great connection between Athletics Australia and Four Pillars. And not only is he a legend in the gin world, he's also an Olympian. And a couple of weeks ago, he joined Johnny Steph and I to talk all about his two worlds colliding. Check this out. Oh, Cam Steph, so nice to be on. What a, what an intro. And he really made you sound like a booze hound. Ben, <laughs> no, that's right. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, no, welcome to the show, Cam. I, I, I want to start from the top. You know, before we, we, we get into the running and everything else, uh, you are the head distiller of Four Pillars Gin and you are very proudly supporting and you did support last year as well, as well as the Maury Plant Meet, as Cam said. What I really love and what I'd love to see our sport do more, it's why I'm still involved in the sport, is ex-athletes coming back and giving back if they find themselves in a position to give back, to give back to our sport. And I think uh, what you're doing is awesome and uh, really looking forward to hearing more of some of the things that Four Pillars is doing. But besides that, what people need to understand is that Cam and mm-hmm. I, Cam mm-hmm. McKenzie, I talk, mm-hmm. we, are, we have a very close bond here mm-hmm. because we're both four by four runners and both 400 meter runners and yes, both went to Olympic Games, Cam. So uh, well, uh, I, I think we both had the theory, mate, that when you do one lap, there's nothing else to see. Well, yeah. that's how so, I started, Cam. I, mean, I thought that's what I thought you start and finish in the same place. That was it. And then everybody went home. I didn't I didn't know there was actually more events that took place. But you know, I'd like to throw this Cam Luke. I'd like to throw this to Cam because we were talking a lot about social media. Yes. Cam McKenzie, if you had the social media today, and I I'm pretty strong about um about the avoidance if, about competing and being friendly on social media to your competitors. How was it like if you had to put social media in your day when you were running? Um, and and sort of and how you see it today with athletes, not even knowing in athletics. I I just think it's such a different era, you know. That we pro- we basically left a post-it note on someone's bag at training if you wanted to sledge them or something. Like that. <laughs> What's the point? It, it's taken away a little bit of you know the call-up room before a race was always where often where races were won and lost. People were stared down. You had to walk a bit taller. Um, you know it was. It was a really thing. It was something you really look forward to if you were into that and you liked that aggression, particularly in the sprints. And I think the throwers are a bit the same. There's, it's white line fever. You walk in there and, you know, I love that element of it. And I think social media might uh, maybe take a little bit of that away. I don't want to be nice to my competitors. I mean, I've trained with a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and on the track, it's that white line fever, mate. I'm not here to talk to you and laugh. We'll do that afterwards if we're really great mates. You're Mark Ladbrook and I are awesome mates off the track, but we trained together and competed hard and pushed each other beyond belief. And in that call-up room, mortal enemies. Uh, yeah. And I love that yeah. about it. So I don't know how I would – I'm an internet denier, right? Some people deny <laughs> climate change. I don't think the internet will ever take off, right? So I'm not your guy. But I see the power of it for our business. I know exactly yeah. what social media does for Four Pillars. It's it's huge. I just don't know in a competitive set that it's probably something I would have used or been engaged in. I, I think I would have largely tried to avoid. There he is, Cam McKenzie. 
Olympian, 400-metre brethren of our man John Stephenson, and, of course, Four Pillars Gin on fine. There is no doubt. If you're on the way home right now from the Lakeside Stadium in Melbourne, you probably bumped into Cam and enjoyed a little of his fabulous Four Pillars Gin. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse and for Swiss. This is the House of Hats. We'll wrap it up next. Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. Johnny, Steph, Cam, Luke, almost time for us to get out of here. We do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse and they're offering a dollar discount to pensioners, concession card holders and veterans. Head in store today for Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Now, Johnny, it's fair to say that this show can be a little loose and we have a great deal of fun and that's what it is meant to be. But tragedy hit the athletics world. Yes, over the man. weekend with uh, the passing of the world marathon record holder, Kelvin Kipton, who only in October in Chicago, of course, had that wonderful run in such a young career and tragically cut short. So I just thought we'd make mention of the fact that, um, honestly, the world lost a man who has done amazing things already, but was just starting what was going to be a wonderful career. Yeah, in a very bizarre way too, Cam. You know, um, they're saying he was in a traffic accident and, um, I first thought it was, you know, um, personal health problems or, or something like that. But then to hear him and his coach, um, you know, being taken down like that is, is, uh, really sad. And, you know, selfishly, the first thing you think of is what we, what would have been when we talk about performances, um, cause he was such a talent and still so young. Um, so you're quite correct. A young life taken way too soon. And, um, and yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about on the show uh, globally, let alone domestically. Uh, even with performance, we've got Australian athletes around the globe performing brilliantly indoors. Just how um, um, McDonald, Morgan McDonald, um, it's just yeah. There's, I mean, the the, the, the names continue. So, What's going on in the world of athletics, Cam, and we only got an hour each week to do it. And um, you know, and yeah, it's... you know the best thing about this is Johnny Steph. Before we Say goodbye. Of course, you can podcast at scn.com.au or wrap up the Murray Pleat, man, and have a meet and have a huge show next week. The fact is that I reckon five, six years ago, we might have struggled to get through an hour, Johnny. But there is so much happening. There's pushes, there's calls for two hour shows. So 100%. That's, and that, that no, is, 100%. That is a testament to everyone in the athletics world here in this country. No, definitely. And, you know, we, you know, it's great that, you know, the athletic community are getting behind the show and, and they need to continue getting behind the shows. I think our content, and I'm, that's not just big and big in ourselves up here, Cam, but. Um, it's our content is what the athletes are doing. So it's nothing that we're doing that is special. We're basically nope. relaying, relaying how great athletics is at the moment domestically and globally. And that is a fact. And I'll mm-hmm. take on anybody to tell me if they think I'm talking to, to pump the sport up. I'm the first to criticize the sport. Done it for years. So no, nothing stops me from doing it. But I, I can honestly say that um, we just do not have enough time each show. We miss so much results around the world. Um, Cam and I feel really bad. We talk about this post air um, every time about what we've missed and and uh, so for that the purists that are listening out there, we're not doing it intentionally. We are struck by time each week on the show, um, and we will get to a point where we'll be able to talk all things up, but it's for a longer period of time. Maybe if we dropped out some of your third person uh, references, <laughs> never, but never. Mate, I got, I'm, I'm going back to back this year, so I don't know where yeah. you're going. Yeah, well, stop, I'm telling mate. you right now. I'm not going to argue that point. But Chemist Warehouse for Swiss, we're getting out of here. See you next week, Chase Doozy. See you, my brother.